honestly. to another episode you're listening to honestly a podcast with zoe and logan that was logan and that was zoe you should try to do it like that video i sent you on snapchat of the girl on whatever station that was <laughs> buffalo something oh my god with the She's gritted like, welcome teeth. back to today's no 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 Oh, I was like, that was what very is odd. She was on again today. Was she talking through gritted teeth yeah, again? Yeah, I was like, hi, my, oh, cool, why does my laptop want to sabotage our efforts? <laughs> it's our inner saboteur. <laughs> it's just trying to stop us. But yeah, she, like, announces, like, lottery numbers, but just through gritted teeth. It's like she's in excruciating pain, like, and she's just hi, trying to get through. The today's numbers are four. You're like, oh, are you okay, man? Go off. Oh, my God. Also, I was watching Maury today. Shocking. I'm just trying. I wrote it down because I was like, this is just such a funny line. (laughs) So she was trying, the lady was on and she was trying to find out if her boyfriend was cheating on her. Yes, Classic Maury episode. (laughs) Yes, he was. (laughs) And she walked away and yelled, You can kiss my ass, Carlos. Enjoy your whack-ass Alfredo. (laughs) (laughs) Because she had found that someone had cooked Alfredo in her home while she was not there. And Carlos had a meal with another woman. Uh Uh-oh. Enjoy your whack-ass Alfredo. Enjoy it. I just really enjoyed that statement. (laughs) Those are words that I didn't expect. That was fighting Go together in right? that order. Enjoy your whack ass, Alfredo. Enjoy. Just enjoy it. Well, you can. Dun, dun, dun. How are you, though? Uh, fantastic. How was work? Work was fine. Um, it was relatively quiet all week, and I, like, was just, like, looking for things to do, and then all of a sudden today I got, like, a ton of stuff on my task list, and I was like, that's fine. I was like, I know I was complaining about it being too quiet, but now I'm complaining because there's too much to do. So if we could find, like, a balance, Um, that would be great. Basically, the moral of the story is I'm never happy. (laughs) That's it. So. That's all. Thanks for joining us today. (laughs) You can follow us on... That's really all you need to know is I'm never happy. Um, there will always be things for us to complain about. Yes, the world will any never moment. be perfect. Never. Anyway, how was your day aside from watching Maury? That's really it. I ate some zoodles, so my life is, you know, pretty <laughs> cool, I would say. I'm not saying you should be, like, jealous of but me. But, like, Maury and zoodles, am I right? <laughs> Am I right? A classic pairing. Is anyone else hearing this? Oh, the other day, 
when I was having weird stomach, whatever that was. Oh, yeah. I thought you were, like, dying. So did I. So did my mother because she kept going, do you want me to take you to the hospital? I was like, do I need to go? Is this what's happening? <laughs> um, I just ate. <laughs> the next morning I woke up and I was like, well, I can't have anything that's, like, too difficult to digest. Yeah. So I had bagel bites. And blue Gatorade. And I was like, wow, I love being a prepubescent boy. Everything's processed, so it doesn't, you know. I would have just gone with, like, a piece of toast. <laughs> yeah. But bagel bites, you know. All right. <laughs> to each their own. Blue Gatorade. I know that's your favorite. I just don't like Gatorade in any color. Uh... I don't understand that, but I guess I have to respect your opinions. It tastes like salty Kool-Aid. But it's good. (laughs) Yeah, sure. If you like salty Kool-Aid. Which I do. That's perfect. If you like salty Kool-Aid, then you'll love Gatorade. Boy, do I have the drink for you. It's just not for me. It's not. I... You know, it's sad, but I respect you still. the less blue Gatorade I drink, the more there is for you to enjoy. That's true. It's a real sacrifice, and I thank you for it. I'm doing God's work. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for saving me. Wow. Uh, Since we last recorded, we saw Trixie Mattel live in color. (laughs) Live in concert. (laughs) We did. And that was a fun experience. It was. It was. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Except the two girls sitting in front of us would not recommend. 0 out of 10 for them. Um, they were, they were going through something. There was, there was a lot happening. Like, here's the thing. The crowd was very enthusiastic, very energetic. Yeah. Everyone was enjoying themselves. People were clapping. People were laughing. As you do. <laughs> As a comedy show. Um, These two girls came in slightly after it had started um, and sat in front of us. Don't think those were their actual seats. They just thought (laughs) that that would be a good place to sit, which, like, to each their own. I don't think those were, like, anyone's seats. Like, I don't think they sat anyone in that row. Yeah, like, the entire row was empty the whole time, and then all of a sudden these two girls just, like, snuck in. Anyway, um, they decided that everything Trixie did, said, sang, breathed, was hilarious and they were like clapping in the air super aggressive clapping like you can't see logan but i just want you to know that it was full arm clapping over the head like up in the fucking air clapping and just like screaming and And they'd turn to each other and repeat what was just said and i would like look at logan and be like yes we we heard we heard her say it they were very into it um and it was the clapping was really got me because i could see really well which doesn't happen a lot because i'm short rare yes and people often sit in front of me and i was like oh my god this is great like the way that the theater was set up was like even if somebody sat in front of me like i could still see because like the seats were really well positioned it wasn't like the varsity varsity cinema take a friggin note so these girls sat in front of me and i was like that's okay like i can still see but then they were raising their arms every five <laughs> seconds. And I was like, well, that is not helpful, ma'am. <laughs> like, I can't see now. And you're flailing your arms above your head. And I was getting really close with one of them because she just kept putting her head back, like laughing or just like taking a breather from watching. <laughs> I don't know. And her head was just like, just in my lap. Yeah. Just like full 
just head back. And yeah. I was like, okay, hi. They were uh, the definition of too much. Yeah. But aside from them, the show itself was fantastic. It was so good. Uh, what a talented woman. It was the whole bit with the Christian music. Mm, mm-hmm. And, like, that was just very funny. Fantastic. There was singing. There was lip syncing. There were jokes. All in all, fantastic. There was a 10-year-old child in the audience. Oh, yeah. There was a small, <laughs> small child there, which is bold. Um, Yeah. I get it. Like, Trixie's fun to look at. She looks like a Barbie doll. It's like, ooh, pretty pink. Like, fun. Yeah. I could see why, like, small children would like that. Um, <laughs> content. Yeah, the show itself was not exactly what I would consider, like, child-friendly. <gasps> no. <laughs> like, to be fair, kids probably wouldn't understand yeah. A lot of the inappropriate stuff, but I just feel like it would lead to uncomfortable questions. questions down the road. Yeah. The drive home would be a lot longer yeah. <laughs> for the parents. Like, there was talk about fisting and rimming, and I just think... A lot of incest jokes. I just think a 10-year-old, um, like, they don't they don't need... It's... They don't need that. It's not their place. They don't. No. It's... it's this isn't for you right now. Just not a space for them to occupy. Perhaps later in life. Yeah. Come back to Trixie. Well, and I guess, like, they had been in the meet and greet before the mm. show, and, like, Trixie was saying to the parents, like, you know, like, it is a little... Crunchy. Inappropriate in places. And they're like, don't worry, we've seen Drag Race. <laughs> and she cackled at that. So. Oh, the cackle. It's such a good laugh. I just... It's just one of those laughs that makes everything ten times funnier. Yeah. Like, she could just stand up on stage and laugh for an hour, and I'd be like... <laughs> like, yes! Yes! Laughing! Not obnoxious at all. Very good to do in front of other people trying to watch the stage. Yeah. And then that was the best. So, like, at the very end of the show, she, like, came back out and, like, did an encore. And, like, it was the kind of show where, like, everybody sat the whole time. Like, we did standing ovations, like, at the end. Then everybody pretty much sat back down. And she came back out to do a friggin', like, encore. And these two bimbos in front of us <laughs> stood up for it. And I was, like, literally everyone behind you was sitting down. Yeah, no one could see. I was going, like, left and right I was trying like, to, like, look between them. Go off, see. though. But no. No luck. I said this on the, in the car on the way home, though. I was like, despite the two of them being idiots it did not detract from the experience overall which is like that's saying a lot because yeah. like usually like the smallest thing at concerts bothers me so. for weeks i had, like a little rant about it um but despite them being the way that they were i was like 10 out of 10 fantastic experience would go again they reminded me though of when we went to see connor maynard connor maynard connor maynard connor maynard, connor maynard? oh my god the baby prostitutes the baby prostitutes. sorry baby sex workers <laughs> We weren't as woke back then. Baby sex workers. Oh, the things we've said as children. Listen, I'm just saying, like, in Mean Girls, when they're like, you smell like a baby prostitute. Like, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> Fight me. Um, But we'll say baby sex worker. There were these young children. We yeah. went to see Connor Maynard back in, like, Connor. 2014 or 2013. Um, And there were these group of girls who were probably, like, I don't know, 14, 15 yeah. years old. Um... And they were just very annoying. <laughs> they, yeah, we had secured ourselves a pretty good spot mm-hmm. up in the front, but still 
close to the side so that if we were not into being that close, we could just, like, shimmy our way out. out. And they decided they would come late. The opener had already come and gone. Inspector Gadget, been there, done that. <laughs> we were now waiting for the main event. Connor. The main, main. event. <laughs> ah! Yes. <laughs> Up top. Full body club. Let's go. Um, so we were waiting <laughs> for him. And they just came in and they were like, oh, excuse me. Like, I have to get by to my friends. I have to get to my friends. And they were just like squirming through people and until lis- they got to us and, and listen. stopped. And listen, yeah. Like, us being the good people that we were, we were like, oh, they're just trying to... F-. Like, I like that you said the good people we were. We are. <laughs> we not, still we're are. We're not good people. This event changed us. Listen, this is where it all went downhill. <laughs> all. I don't know. I just had an accent there really briefly. All. Um, listen... <laughs> It was a group full, like, it was, yeah. the concert was predominantly young females, and I'm all about female empowerment, yes, so I was, like, I was like, these young women are trying to get through to find their friends. Let them see their friends. After you, ladies. Yeah. Hashtag, yeah, I'm with her, okay? <laughs> so we let them go and through. Her, and, and her, and her, and her. <laughs> um, anyway, these little baby sex workers cut through the crowd, and then stop directly in front of where we were standing. Yeah. And I was like, interesting. Like, we're we not are, your friends. We're your friends? Oh my god, Stacy. It's been a minute. Yeah. And then they proceeded to take about a thousand and one selfies. Oh yeah. And Snapchat. Definitely us in the background of most of them. Yes. If not all of them. The vast majority, I'm sure. Also, vast majority. It's always gonna be, like... That's redundant. Yes. Anyway. Let's get into it. Let's unpack, unpack that. Oh, God. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> they were irritating, and I just didn't, I didn't appreciate them. No. And then the thing was, not only did they take all of these pictures, they then spent, like, the actual concert, like, editing them to post on Instagram. And we were like, okay. Like, I respect that you want to have, like, your layout nice or whatever. But, like, do that after. Like, watch the show now. It's like, I know you did did not come cut in front of us in the crowd just to stand there the entire show editing your pictures for Instagram. It was certainly a bold move. A power move, even. They were asserting their dominance over us, maybe. They also had... Like crop tops on that were too big for them, and they were like alligator clipped in the back. Do you remember uh, that? And like elastic bands. Yeah. Like, okay. So again, like they were like relatively young, maybe hadn't filled out as much as yeah. they would in the future, um, which is fine. We've all been there, but they were wearing like those kind of like bustier crop tops, and it was just like they. I was like, it's okay. Just like embrace your tiny frame. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like. But, but yeah, they, they, they just kind of like to have a certain look about them, and more power to them. More power to them. Oh wow, they I miss them every day. It's just of my goddamn life. Our luck though is like whenever we go anywhere, we're going to be behind people behind who are the side near. I'm sure that's how people behind us places feel though. Also, yeah, and I've really learned that I should stop running my mouth. Oh, Logan and I are going to get punched square in the face one day. Like I've just been really reflecting on that recently, yeah. and I'm like, perhaps I shouldn't say these <laughs> things out loud. Perhaps I should shut my mouth. <laughs> perhaps I should try to contain my anger, keep it in <laughs> inside me until you explode. 
And then you die. Um, no, I just, I've been thinking, it's like, perhaps I shouldn't start mouthing off at people, because that could end badly. Yeah. So, I'm gonna try not to do that anymore. We'll keep you updated. Resolutions with Logan. Just, we love a <laughs> mid-year resolution. Change it up! You know, why? Why does it only have to be January? Why? You should... <laughs> why? Why? You should make resolutions anytime you want. If there is a change that you want to make in your life, you can do it any month out of the year. End rant. They were also snapping a lot during the Trixie (laughs) event. They were... Yeah. She'd be like, I wore boots yesterday. And they were like, They were like, oh, yes, you did. Oh, yes, she did. (laughs) They'd, like, hit each other. She wore boots. Like, yep, we were all here for that. <laughs> it was it was like the most like mundane thing. No, like and it was like they almost missed every real like setup joke. Yeah. Like there would be like a very like weaved in from another story yeah. joke. And it, everyone would laugh and then maybe two beats after they'd be like, Oh my god! Yes. And you're like, no, it's gone, it's over it's, now. We've moved on. It's done. Honey, uh, there were so many people dressed to the nines. Yes, it was amazing, and I was living for it. Uh, I was. It made me so happy. I was like, "You all look amazing." Yeah, there was like several people actually dressed like Trixie, which was everything. Yeah, everything. everything. <laughs> oh yes, God. Um, I hate them so much. <laughs> Oh, the people behind us, though, were hilarious. They were fantastic. I loved them with all my heart. There was a moment during, like, the pre-show where they played Read You, Wrote You from All-Star Season 2. Yes. And I... (laughs) That was an experience that I will not soon forget. It was everyone in the room knew the words, and we were all singing at the top of our lungs. Wow. It just felt like a real, like, wow. It was just a really beautiful moment. (laughs) Especially Roxy's part. Oh, yes. This person in the front got up and did the dance. And it was just, they put a spotlight on them. Iconic. It was everything I needed to see (laughs) to move forward in this world. It was really beautiful. Trixie also did a cover of Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne and did a mashup with Landslide. And it was... It was great. Mwah. You know, chef's kiss. Gucci. Gucci. Uh, no, it was fantastic. It's the best show, at best any kind of show I've been yeah. to in a really, really long time. Yeah. So, yeah. There you have it. Not a lot of hope, however, for the show we're seeing on Sunday. Okay, so. Just because of feelings about the latest album. I'm hoping for the best. As we mentioned a few months ago. We are going to the Arctic Monkeys concert on Sunday. Shout out to Iris, who will also be there. Hi, Yes. <laughs> um, so we bought tickets for this concert prior to their newest album coming out. Because yeah. we're like, based on past experiences. Based on their previous five albums, which are all bangers. Um, five or six albums. Um, we we're like every, you know. We're like, yeah, of course we're going to go. It's, this new album, like, it's going to be great narrator voice it was, it was not, not great. great um so we had the tickets and we were like contemplating we're like 
should we keep them? Should we try to sell them? And so we like looked at the set list, and it looks like only about a quarter of it is gonna be stuff off yeah. the new album, which I can deal with because like they're gonna play some good bops to get lost in, uh, and we will get lost in them. <laughs> oh, oh, we will. So, lost. so we're going. Um, <laughs> so I did start listening to the new album again the other day because I was like, let me revisit this. And what I will say, and I don't know, I don't remember quite what I said about it the first time (laughs) I listened to it, if I made this comment, but musically, it's actually very good. I like the musicality of it. No, I I don't like the lyrics. Yeah, I think we talked about that before, like, it all sounds good, but it all sounds the same because of the weird lyric. Like, you know, like, in the movie Music and Lyrics with Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant. Um, a fantastic rom-com. And they have that discussion about what's more important, the music or the lyrics. Iconic. (laughs) Um, I feel like in this case, the lyrics are sorely lacking. And just, like, the overall, like, flow of everything. But the music is really good. And I'm just like, if you just... Just change change it. Change it, please. So, we'll report back. And, like, okay, I love a theme. So I'll give them that. It's very themed throughout. They carried it this weird mm-hmm. whatever it may be. I like consistency. Yeah, let's go. Continuity. <laughs> Other things that start with C. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know? Uh, Excuse me. Burp it out. I will. Thank into you. the microphone so it's louder. <laughs> Get up there. <laughs> Let's do a contest. Can you burp on command? I can't. Uh, do the alphabet. Oh, I can't. I'll probably like, make myself throw up if I do that. <laughs> Good podcasting. But I throw can't. Throw up I, on the mic. I was saying this to Zoe when I came over to her house uh, earlier. I almost threw up at work today because I don't know if this. I know Zoe can relate to this. Yes. I don't know if other people can. It might just be an us thing. Maybe. Yeah. But I find that if I drink water too quickly, and it's like only room temperature water. If I yeah, drink like it. room temperature water too quickly, it makes me gag. And so I was walking to the kitchenette at work and I was like drinking what was left in my like tumbler and then I was going to go refill it. And as I was walking and drinking, I drank too much of it too quickly (laughs) and I was like at the sink and I gagged and I was like, I'm going to throw up in the sink. Because it was like, it was, you know, like sometimes you gag and you're like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah. that was just a gag. This one was one where I was like, something could have come out of my <laughs> something stomach. Something wickedness <laughs> might come. So. Oh, um, I hate that. Needless That's to say. so many times before. Yeah. Where I'm like, sometimes you just get like really full of water too. And you're yeah. like, am I gonna die? Right? Is this possible? Yes, it is. Yeah. So, luckily I did not vomit in the sink at work, but we were so Almost. Close. <laughs> so close. Feel so untouched right now. I don't know why that came into my head, but it did. Remember when she dated a little child? Yes. Let's talk about that. We've already discussed that on the podcast. It's still very upsetting. It remains problematic. We could discuss more, but we won't. We won't. We'll just move along. Um, again, let's beat this dead horse that we've talked about a thousand times in the last two to three episodes. Insatiable. 
We're back with more <laughs> talk about Insatiable. The um person responsible <laughs> has made a plea mm. for everyone to just give the show a chance. Also, I just really want to discuss our first ever... Oh my god, comment. we got our first ever hate comment. I just want to read it and then we'll discuss. It says, listen to... Oh, this is in response to a tweet about the episode's release. You it know, says, you know, you know, we tweet about, yeah. you know, each episode. We give a little synopsis. You know, gotta keep engagement. <laughs> keep that social blade green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine if we had a blade <laughs> to keep green. Do I look like a turnip when I wear my hair like this? You look like a beautiful blonde turnip. Thanks. Big blonde and beautiful turnip. Turnip full. <laughs> oh, I heard turniple and that just made me happy. I mean, that works too. Um, Robert, our friend, says friend of the podcast. <laughs> Listen to it. You're the irresponsible ones. Reinsatiable. You're condemning it before seeing it. Do you realize the writer behind it based the show on her own experience of being a suicidal, bullied 13-year-old? You should get all the facts on the show before criticizing it. Well, Robert. (laughs) Um. Where to begin? Here's the tea, Robert. (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) The tea you've been waiting for. Um, it's our podcast. We can talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. We can have we whatever have... opinions we want. Opinions, opinions. <laughs> We're we want to apostrophe opinions. <laughs> we can do that because it's our up podcast. Opinions. Um, the thing is, I personally, this opinion that we have, this opinion this, of ours, this little pin of ours, <laughs> is. You know, it's between us and a couple people who listen to the podcast. And Robert, apparently. And Robert. But the thing is, that opinion we have does not do harm to anyone. Mm-mm. Other than maybe adding to the backlash the show's already facing for its terrible idea. The well-deserved backlash. Nothing about that is irresponsible. What is irresponsible is creating an entire show... Based on the notion that you have to be thin to be deserving of anything or deserving of, like, justice or, like, any kind of anything. Deserving of anything positive. So, that's, that is, in fact, irresponsible. Me saying I don't like it, that's just opinion. Sorry. <laughs> I know you said me saying, but for some reason you said me and I thought... <laughs> I'm turning into jo- <laughs> I thought you were like, Misa! <laughs> For the rest of the podcast, I just started talking like Jar Jar Binks with no explanation. I was like, well, Robert, Misa. <laughs> That's crazy. Misa, crazy. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. I'm, it's fine. I just had a moment Misa, of being like. sorry. <laughs> I truly thought. I was like, what did I say? Did I say something wrong? No, just thought you were going to go full Jar Jar on us. I saved that for special occasions. Birthdays Um, on bar mitzvahs only. I'm going to pass it. Or pee my pants. I've had too much sugar today. I think your eyes just rolled back in your head. Um, we're just going to take a quick break. 
breather. No, we're not. We're moving forward. <laughs> no, we're not. Joke's on you. The ship is still sailing. <laughs> Much to everyone's dismay. They're like, please hit we're an iceberg. We're still going. Um, where is this message? Okay, this is her statement. Because there's like... Tons of sorry, I like tried to put my foot up and I just like kicked the chair. Set it free. Keep it. Keep the struggle. Um, there's all these signatures on a petition to like cancel the the show, show. and there's apparently people can't talk about it anymore. Like there's like an embargo. embargo. Literally, Netflix has like (laughs) they're not allowed to talk about it. This is Cuba, like um. So she released a statement just, like, pleading for people to, like, give it a chance. When I was 13, I was suicidal. My best friends dumped me, I was bullied, and I wanted revenge. I thought if I looked pretty on the outside, I'd feel like I was enough. Instead, I developed an eating disorder and the kind of rage that makes you want to do dark things. I'm still not comfortable in my skin, but I'm trying to share my insides, to share my pain and vulnerability through humor. That's just my way. The show is a cautionary tale about how damaging it can be to believe the outsides are more important. To judge without going deeper, please give the show a chance. Um, I won't be doing that. No. But thank you so much for asking. Um, the thing is, this show is a cautionary tale about how damaging it can be to believe the outsides are more important than the insides. But you're just showing that. Like, you're not, it's not like, oh, let's turn it on its head and like this, like... No, like, there's nothing, none none of this is different than anything that has been done before. Like, you know what? I just think I speak for a lot of people when I say I'm really tired of seeing a fat person get bullied on screen. Yeah, like, it's really not new. Like, watch literally any coming-of-age movie, really. And there's a scene with a fat kid getting bullied. Like, I Any, just, Anything. I don't... That's not what we need. We don't need some douchey jock that's probably gonna go date rape somebody and be like, eh, it's fatty patty. Yeah. Like, that's not funny. No. We don't need to see that. I just feel like scenes like that are probably, like, triggering for a lot of people. And, like, yeah. maybe that's not something that they want to see. Um, It's not something that's gonna make them feel, like, fun and fresh and flirty and, like, ooh, humor. Like, yeah. I just... I feel like the only people who are going to enjoy this show or find it funny are thin people who are going to be like, ha, it's funny because she's fat. Yeah, and thin people who think they're, like, high and mighty above all of this. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, implication in the any implication. of this. Like, they're not, like, implicated in anything. They're just like, oh, I'm just going to consume this and nothing about it affects my day-to-day life. It's like... You're just going to watch it and you're going to be like, isn't it terrible how people think this about fat people? That's awful. Anyways, I'm going to go watch this in The Biggest Loser, like, talk yeah. to you later. Like, it's just very disappointing and just continues to get more disappointing because all of the, like, response to the backlash I've seen has just been thin people being like, give it a chance. Like, no, I don't have to. No. And you know what? I think... I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, the ratings will speak for themselves. Self? The ratings will speak for themselves. Pinion. <laughs> Pinion. Um, and, like, unfortunately, Netflix doesn't release its numbers, but, I mean, like, it'll be interesting to see if this even gets a second season. Yeah. If it gets off the ground. 
because I think, you know, the population of people that it was quote-unquote made for or whatever, like, are not interested in watching it. And anybody with a brain or any sense of, like, empathy or any just a decent sense of humor is going to be like, yeah, no. No, thanks. I'll pass. I'll pass on Debbie Ryan in a fat suit. Also, there's just, like, other things you can watch. There's just better, better things you could watch. There's other content out there, albeit far and few between, that actually portrays fat people in, like, a decent light. Um, but it's out there. Um, what, your fat friend, Friend? Friend! <laughs> what is happening to us? I don't know. Um, we're falling apart, it's fine. Um, your fat friend, who we talk about a lot, posted an article that was, like, 50 things to watch instead of Insatiable, so, like, check out that on Twitter, your fat friend, and it will, just, anything else, anything else would be better. Don't give this the time of day it's not the show that we need right now it's not it never was going to be it's not it's putting itself out there is like oh we're above all of this we don't make fun of fat people in this house like it's (laughs) not in front of my salad (laughs) my tuscan bean salad tuscan bean salad yeah and i just wanted to bring this up for the eight thousandth time because it's irritating to me. It is irritating. Insatiable can enjoy their whack ass Alfredo. Enjoy. And we'll just move on. What else is happening in this gosh darn world? Oh of God. Um. You know things. Things stuff stuff. stuff things. Jacob Hogard. Oh yeah, we meant to talk about that several weeks ago, previous episodes. But um, Jacob Hogard, frontman for the Canadian band Headley, has officially been charged and arrested with um, sexual assault, sexual misconduct, yeah. sexual harassment, I don't know, something in that spectrum of things. Um, because several months ago, allegations came out against him from uh, a multitude of women saying that he had harassed, assaulted, and or raped them. So Yeah, it says, Headley's frontman Jacob Hogard turned himself into Toronto Police today. He was arrested and charged with one count of sexual interference and two counts of sexual assault causing bodily harm. The charges stem from three separate occasions with two different women. But the thing that, like, daubed him in, though, was the sexual interference, um, because it's under 16 is yeah that's interference that implies that it was with a minor which so. is like if you already weren't convinced that he was gross just take that and run with it yeah like no i mean like as if like you know raping and assaulting women isn't already despicable which it isn't for some people i guess go for it <laughs> yeah and, that's you know fine. like just add minor to that yeah it's just Really upsetting. Have fun being a piece of trash. <laughs> I love the peace sign added to that name. Have fun being a piece of trash. Um, it was very like weird to see his mugshot though. Yeah, it's like oh how the mighty have fallen. It was especially weird too because I kept saying like man charged in, and it's like yes, but like it's like we we know. know who this is, and it's very strange to see that happening. Yeah. I feel I'm glad that something is actually happening, though, because so often you just see this and it's like, nope. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, it's positive that he's at least been charged and arrested. Excuse me, arrested and charged. Um, I mean, if anything comes of it, we'll see, but 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. No hope. But, you know, you gotta have a little bit of maybe something. Hopefully something. Hope for no. the best, but expect the worst. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Catfish. The show. The show. Um, how Neve was, like, accused of this yeah. stuff, right? They have a spinoff show now called Catfish Trolls. Where it's, like, they find people who are, like, trolling people on the internet and, like, uh-huh. your biggest troll, like, this person has been harassing me for three years and, like, I don't know what I did and they go and find them. And it's, um, hosted by Charlemagne. Oh. Who now has his own scandal. Oh, we so, want to like, talk about Charlemagne. A good job, Catfish. Mm. MTV keeping it together. Both your shows are hosted by sexual by predators. By abusers. Yeah. All right. Get it. Yeah, Charlemagne is truly, wow, something else. Mm. I kept seeing all of the stuff and I was like, I don't know if I want to dive deep into this, but I saw enough. Yeah. <laughs> that I was like, ew. He's a trash human being. Yeah. So. Everyone seems fitting that they would choose him. Together, you know, at last. It's very weird. I watched the first episode of Trolls, and I was like, this is not a great concept. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound great. It's very. And also, I don't know who the person is who's, like, the the max okay. to Charlemagne's Neve. Yeah. Like, I don't know who, he's, who he is. Okay. But it's just their personalities do not mesh at all Mm -hmm. and it's just really uncomfortable to watch a show where they're supposed to be like let's investigate together pal like it's like they don't hang out outside of this this is weird to watch it feels forced i think it's bold of them to have like advanced with a spinoff of this show where the original host was accused of sexual assault Like, maybe just nix that plan. Yeah, maybe they'll, like, put a rest. <laughs> put it to rest, you know? But, alright. Go off. Go off. Yeah, it's just, like, what are you doing? Not good Not things. Good things. Not good things. It just seems, like, they came out with that statement when it all happened, right? And they were like, we're gonna stop the filming of this season and, like, We'll release the current season that's happening, but then we won't, we have to stop filming and production. So I'm like, now that you have a spinoff, like, guarantee in a couple months, the next, the next season that you were in filming and had to stop production of will be released. But it's fine. We love it. A mess. Truly. A mess. I'm excited to watch um, the second part of Shane's new series, though. Okay, yes. Um, Shane Dawson, noted YouTuber, <laughs> YouTube sensation Shane Dawson, um, is doing, it's like, what, a five-part series? Probably. It's up I there. Thought, like, said, it's a big, yeah. Um, with, slash, about Jeffree Star. And I wasn't going to watch it because I don't really know a lot about Jeffree Star other than the fact that he has racist tendencies yeah um and has been uh widely widely hugely problematic in the past yeah um but I was like looking for something to listen to slash watch at work today so I was like you know what I'll put this on because I really I really have enjoyed Shane's like expose series that he's done they're really good like the one that he like the three-part series that he did on TanaCon was actually really fantastic 
Um, so I was like, I'll watch it. Uh, and I actually really enjoyed it. And I have really good. mixed yeah. feelings. Um, yeah, like, Lou and I were talking about this earlier, where it's, like, it's weird to watch someone who's, like, so problematic and you know all of this, like, mm-hmm. racist and, like, violent and, like, terrible things that yeah. he's said and or done. And then watch it and be like, why are you, like, charming in this? Like, it's upsetting. That's the thing, like, I guess I just, like, really didn't have any sense of what his person, like, Jeffree Star's personality was like, because I've never watched any of his videos. Um, And so I just, like, had this idea of what he would be like. But then he was, like, funny, and I was like, oh... Yeah. But you're you're trash. Like, yeah. you're problematic. Yeah, I'm saying, like, I'm hoping that, like, through the rest of this, like, series that Shane's doing, they actually talk about that. Because, like, the way it's going right now, like, it seems like they're going to talk more about his life. But, yeah. Like, I don't, like, I want them to talk about that because I think it's important for if he's trying to, like, what we talked about the last episode, like, if he's trying to be like, oh, I've changed as a person, mm-hmm. and, like, these are steps that I've taken to do this and that, instead of just being like, it's my life, get over it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, the first part was up yesterday, and so it was just very much, like, they were, like, touring Jeffrey's house and, like, looking at his closet and stuff like that, and I was like, this is fun. I want a Gucci bag. Like, <laughs> it was all very, like, superficial and stuff, and so I'm hoping that, like, throughout the next few parts, like, they get more in-depth. And, like, I want Shane to actually, like, ask hard questions. So, like, why did you do blackface? And hold him accountable. I mean, like, yeah. Shane, why did you do blackface? Yeah. Let's yeah. let's have an open and honest discussion. We talked about that on YouTube. There's videos. Um, I just, I think it's very important to hold people accountable. Yeah. Um, so I hope that Shane does that because I think it would be, um, uh, that would be interesting and worthwhile. But yeah, if it's just gonna be all like, he spent this much money. Gucci collection. I'm yeah, like, that okay. was overwhelming. When they were in that one room, and he was like, "How much do you think like the contents of this room?" She's like, mm, six, six or six seven million. million. Like, oh, fantastic! Cool. Just I love a closet room. having that much money. Um, I don't think any of the things in my house, my entire house, would amass to even close to a million. I mean, like, maybe your house itself. Maybe that's it, yeah. Excluding the house. <laughs> There's nothing of value No. Here. Um. So that was kind of wild. But, yeah, I mean, like, uh, Shane is very talented at what he is doing. And I am very impressed by, like, his skills to do, like, yeah. these, like, documentary-style videos. In such a short... Like, when you think about it, like, they don't seem short when you're watching them because they're, like, 47 they minutes. They do seem short, I know, though. they go by quickly. Like, the one like, that I was watching at work today, like, I wasn't, like... Obviously, I was kind of, like, half-watching, half-working. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so... And then all of a sudden, it was, like, finished, and I was like, that... Mommy. That wasn't 40 minutes? Like, what are you talking about? But it went by like, so fast. It's so much, like, content in that 47 minutes Mm -hmm. that you're like what how is this not like a tv show exactly it should be it should be somebody should really pay shane yeah to like get on do this for realsies because he's extremely talented and like he's very funny i hope that there's like the thing when he did the video on the videos on tana was that it was kind of like you could tell that he was trying not to be biased about things, but, like, at the end of the day, they're friends. Yeah. So I feel like it, it never was going to get into, like, you messed up super bad and you're not taking all responsibility. Like, there was definitely a lot of, like, attempts at that, I would say. Yeah. But I think, I, like, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, like, given how close they are, like, I think he did a relatively good job of, like, being, like, you fucked up. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, he wasn't as harsh on her as somebody, like, who has no affiliation to her would have been. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, hopefully in this series, like, him and... Sh- I was gonna say him and Shane. Him and Jeffrey are, like, not pals. Yeah, that's what I was, like... So... Like, hopefully that'll be, like, a little bit different if they do even get into any of the, like, heavier it. things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it looks good. I'm excited to watch the next bit. I still haven't watched Tana's video. I started, and then I was like, you're just, your voice is grating. It was a lot. Me. I had to pause it several times yeah. to get through it, but... The thing with Tana... Is that she says she's not doing something as she's doing it. Like, she's like, um, you know, like, I was lied to by everyone and everyone did everything in their, like, possible, like, everything they could to make this the worst for me. Yeah. I was attacked. People suck and it's all their fault. But, you know, I'm taking full responsibility. Yeah. And it's like, you're not, though. You just went on a rant about how it's everyone else's fault. The video is very much that. It's like, okay, like, I know I fucked up. Like, my name is on it. Like, this is totally on me. But if I mention that everyone lied to me and told me everything was going to be okay and then they totally screwed me over. <laughs> but, like I said, like, it's it's, it's all on me. Totally all I on know. me. And, like, the people I love have been disappointed. <laughs> and that's just, like... It's still, it's all still about her. Yeah. Even though, like, people were, like, severely burnt by the sun. And, like, like, I think she has... Out of money. Like, a certain understanding about that. Like, I think, I think she's grasped some of it. But, I mean, like, no, I don't think she's ever going to realize, like, the full extent of, like, how fucked up it was and, like, how bad it could have been. Um, but I mean, like... She's 20 years old. Yeah. And that was, that was the best thing. In her video, she kept saying, she's like, I, I was 19. Not, I, I was know. like, you turned 20 that weekend. I know. Are that's, we going to differentiate a couple of days? That's literally where I stopped watching the video because it made me laugh so hard. She's like, you know, like, I was just being dumb. Like, after all, like, I was like 19. I was like, literally the day of TanaCon was your birthday. You turned 20. It's not like it's been 10 years and you're like, I was young. I've learned so much. It's like, no. Exactly. And I, I truly and honestly believe that if Shane wasn't involved in like, he was supposed to be at TanaCon and he was supposed to do stuff. I don't believe her reaction would have been the same as it is right now. Like, if he hadn't been involved, like, she wouldn't have cared? I feel like she would have been like, oh, like, sorry, it didn't happen. But I feel like even more so, it would be like, everyone, like, fucked me over. Like, this is the end. Like I think it, I think it was definitely, like, him holding her accountable yeah. for a lot of it. Because I don't think any of, like, any of her videos, this hour-long video yeah. would have happened if there wasn't more than her being like yeah talking about it no I think like she was very concerned about not upsetting Shane more than anything and like making sure that she did right by him rather than like all the fans and it was like Shane would be upset if I didn't say anything yeah so I'm gonna make a video Shane would be and I just feel like it was like more of that and I feel like if he didn't have anything to do with it and was just like like Tana you let people down she'd be like whoops it's everyone else's yeah like, sorry. Yeah, I mean, like, I just think, like, her intentions are not in the right place, necessarily. No. 
Um, and she has a way, like, just watch any of her videos, like, of changing a story to be something more dramatic than it is. Like, uh, granted, I have not been there for any of these (laughs) things that have happened to her, but just, like, there's a way of her storytelling that's, like... You know she's exaggerating. And, like, her whole thing with VidCon is just, like, if you look at anyone else talk about their own experience of the year that she was at VidCon. Yeah. It was just, like, Tana was being rowdy, and they asked her to leave several times, and she didn't leave. Yeah. And so they kicked her out permanently because she was causing a ruckus, which just, based That's on who she thing. is... Tana is one of those kids who, like, will just constantly, like, keep poking at somebody and poking at somebody, and they'll be like, first will be like, no, can you stop? And keep doing it, keep doing yeah. it. Until somebody, like, retaliates and, and like, her in the hits face. her, yeah. and then she's like, well, I'm the victim here. Yeah. It's like, no, because you were told multiple times to stop doing something, and you didn't, so then when that person retaliated or whatever, all of a sudden, you're the victim. And I think she has some, like, valid problems with VidCon. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, they had asked her to participate and used her in promo materials and, like, used her to sell tickets for their event. Yeah. And then didn't have give her a pass to be, like, involved as a creator. Yeah. Like, that is messed up. Yeah, and that's no, not fair that they, they used you for your name and, like, your mm-hmm. followers to, like, get promo. Yeah. But also, like, if you're there and they, and you don't have this pass that requires, like, gets you underground <laughs> transport to yeah. other places, like, if you don't have that and it's dangerous for you to have a meet and greet in the lobby, you can't have a meet and greet in the lobby. Don't That's really it. it. Like, you might want to. I understand you want to. But you were told not to and you just have to listen to that. I just think Tana, like, clearly was not told no enough when she was growing up. And so now when she hears no, it's like it doesn't <laughs> register. And it's just like, it's well, effort. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really a big issue that she should probably address at some point. It's just, I'm, yeah, I'll have to watch her whole video. I think, like, it was, like, entertaining to watch, and I mean, like, obviously, you, obviously, you know what her side of it is, like, it's not, like, oh, new information, but, I mean, (laughs) it's just kind of, like, I mean, like, there was definitely, like, shady stuff going on on, like, the yeah. part, like, on Good Times' behalf and, like, Michael, Michael Weiss with his little segue and stuff. He was only 19. <laughs> Cut him some slack. It was five minutes ago. Uh, He's changed. Uh, him and his Gucci scarf have changed. Oh that God. whole, it just really added something special to the whole Tanacon saga was the fact that he was on a Segway. I think it just makes him like the perfect villain for it. Oh yeah, he looks like because when you just see this little child on a Segway with this like artfully wrapped Gucci scarf and like a single like hanging earring with like bleach blonde hair, just like <laughs> it's just it's amazing. Like you you want to hate him on sight. Yeah. So it just sets you up for that. You're like, well, this is happening. Yeah. And I guess it is your fault. I can see by like, everything. And I, and I think that's why, despite the fact that I know Tana is, like, wholly responsible, there's still a part of me where I'm like, I'm team Tana, though, because have you seen this guy? <laughs> I know! It's so weird, because you have all this, like, evidence backed up that's like, she didn't do any of the things she was supposed to. I'm like, well, Michael lied to her about the capacity of the building. I was like, what was she supposed to do? Check. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's on Michael. That's the thing. It's like, 
Oh, I know this part was so frustrating where it was just like, she's like, well, Michael told me that the capacity was fine. Like, I asked him so many times. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, that's good that you asked him. But, like, did you talk to, like, building management? Did you talk to, like, yeah. like, you were doing it, like, at the Marriott. Like, this is, like, a reputable hotel chain. Like, that's the did thing. you talk to anyone there? That's the thing. And I think in Shane's video, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he said something like, if you cared about this the way you say that you care about it, I don't think it would have been a disaster. Yeah. Like, I don't think you tried. Like, you're saying you tried really hard, but you didn't try. Because, like, if she had a concern about how many people would fit, and she asked Michael several times, and he gave her the same answer, but there was still that little, like, ooh, Doubt, maybe, you know. just ask someone else. Yeah. Who's not Michael, or someone affiliated. That's the thing. It's like... Her level of effort was like, I'm going to trust this Gucci scarf wearing Segway riding idiot and hope Child. for the best. And it's like, okay, but maybe take that extra step. Yeah. And just check with the hotel that you're at. Be like, hey, so just double checking with you, like my like event coordinator or whatever yeah. is saying it hosts as many people. Like, is that. Does that match? Like with why? You? Like why would you not? You know. I know that just seems like, like you're you telling me to like, check everything. The hotel manager or whoever's in charge of their like special events. Like you're telling me that they weren't available to ask, or like you didn't think that you could ask. No, them. it's just not not trying. Like you're just gonna take Michael's word for everything. Yeah. It wasn't trying. That's really it. Tana, honey. Tana. Did Tana, you see Tana? Tana coming through with Tana, a bar. Yes. Did you see uh, Christine's uh, Instagram story with Tana in it? It no, made me laugh. I didn't. Oh my god! They were at. They're going on some tour in Australia. Okay. Yes. And they're at the airport, and the airport's like kind of crowded. Like there's a line to board a plane. Yeah. And Christine has her phone out, and she's like, "Oh my god, Tana! There's like twenty thousand people in this airport." And Tana was just like, I deserved that. <laughs> it was so... <laughs> oh, Christine. There's like 20,000 people in this airport. It's so busy. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Tana. 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 I listened to Hefner the other day because I was like, wow. Have Bringing not, it back. Have not listened to this since it came out. And I'm like, a bop. Still Many slaps. bops. <laughs> Many bops to be lost in. Indeed. Doesn't she also have, like, an actual, like, singing, singing album coming out? Oh, does she? I think she does. I think she's been posting or, like, hinting about that. Oh, I had very much not been keeping up with her prior to TanaCon, and that's what kind of, like, lured me back in. Um, So I'm really not up to date on my Tana information. Tana facts. Tana facts. Tana, Tana. Did you see the thing that I sent you on Instagram of Bobby Burns, that kid that Oh my god! Back? No, you know what? You sent it to me, and for whatever reason... Oh, those are really cute earrings. <gasps> I want those. Okay, I'm so sorry. Um, You sent it to me, and for whatever reason, I didn't... I couldn't watch it at the yeah. time. Oh my god, I'm gonna scroll Please up. Please play it aloud, and just be embarrassed. Okay. It's so much... Is that what you're trying to say? No, it's too whispery. 
done with himself since Shane uh, bought him a vehicle and brought him to Los Angeles to uh, make videos for him, which he didn't end up doing because the videos weren't good and then they stopped. How dare he? It's just, like, I get what you're going for, like a whispery rap thing. Uh, I can't hear you. I don't get what you're going for. (laughs) Why are you doing this, skinny white boy his name is nasty boy oh, with an i yeah i noticed and that. he has nasty tattooed on his rib cage oh he does yeah um white I, I like that you follow him still though <laughs> i need to stay out it's like tana and elijah and all of them i follow them because i need just details about the insanity. I'm truly so confused. Also, Jinx Monsoon follows him, which is odd. That seems out of place. Do better, Jinxie. No, no, no. You have got to do better. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. We're gonna... I would just like uh, white YouTubers to cease and desist. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, and also, I didn't actually watch... Like, I watched it, but I didn't watch it with sound. The video of Elijah with Takashi. Oh, yes, he, um, I didn't watch it with sound either because they screamed too much. He had someone, someone stole his chain with, like, a unicorn on it. Takashi 69 Yes. Somebody stole his chain. Stole his chain and mailed it to Elijah, and Elijah now has it. And is, like, openly showing that he has his stolen Unicorn chain. So, that can only end well, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sure everything, they will settle this. Like, adults. A civil matter. (laughs) A court of law. Uh, everyone will be very polite and amicable. Mm -hmm. And it will go swimmingly. Oh, yes. Only swimmingly. Definitely no. I just want to know who stole it and then decided to send it to Elijah. Right? And, like, why? Why? That's my main question about everything about this story. It's like, why? Why was that a plan? Why was this your options in this situation? Why is this even a situation, really? What's going on? Truly do not understand. Also, isn't he homophobic? Takashi 69. Yeah. Wasn't that like a story? Uh, it seems like something. I feel like that was a story. I think despite the amount of rainbow stuff he yeah, wears, that I he think is not... he is not down no. with the gays. <laughs> down with the gays. Um, yeah. I mean, despite the fact that he is a pedophile. Yeah. Um, great guy. So nice. Great so guy. So awesome. Yeah, and like, Elijah's rap name... <laughs> Has a gay slur in it. But it's all the pH, so it's funny. So it's, yeah, it's comedy. Look it up. <laughs> ha ha ha. Where's Classic. the definition of comedy. satire oh that God, Debbie, Debbie Ryan provided us with? Satire is. Oh, Thanks, Miriam Webster. Oh my God. We love dictionary humor. It's, we do. Follow for more. Do you want to do our advice? Advice? Is it that time? It is. Do you want to read one? And yeah. I'll read one? Or I'll do you read... want to read both of them? No, no, I'll read the first one. <laughs> Just kidding. 
There we go. Okay. We'll find them. There she is. There she goes. Okay. This one is uh, advice on Reddit uh, from user FlatChoice. <laughs> and the title is, How much can I expect from a friend? About a month ago, I went through something really difficult. In parentheses. Not just a petty drama, but a really traumatic life event. And, my, and told my friend about it. Not going to sugarcoat it, the friendship was having some issues, but I thought they would put that aside if I really needed help. We've known each other for years and spent countless days together and talked about all sorts of things. However, all I got was one conversation, which I initiated. No checkups, no how's it going, no invitations to go out, no visits, in parentheses again, we live in the same area. Actually, our contact has reduced since then. I get that people are busy, but it's been a month and this person could definitely have spared the time. My gut instinct is that this person just doesn't care that much. However, I don't know if I may be being unreasonable. Honest opinion? Well. Honestly. As two people <laughs> who have a podcast called Honestly, you're going to get an honest opinion. Um, I think you're right. <laughs> That's just really, that's really the, like, gist of it, is I don't think that they do care all that much, which is unfortunate and upsetting, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem like they're really there to be helpful or supportive of you in any sort of way, so, I don't know. Yeah, um, if you're gonna classify something as a traumatic life event, it seems pretty serious to me. Yeah. Um... And that's something that uh, a real friend would be there for you for. Um, but the fact that they're, like, not checking in or just seeing how you're doing. And I get that that can make some people uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, like, there are certain things where it's, like, people don't know how to handle that. They're, like, should I bring it up? I don't want to make them more upset yeah. when I bring it up. I get maybe being touchy around that. But even just, like, reaching out to hang out or just a, a blanket, yeah. you know, how are you doing? Yeah. If they're not even doing that, then fuck them. Yeah. Who needs them? Exactly. Yeah. It's just, especially like you said, it's, she cost, they, I don't know why I say she all the time. This person. We're projecting. Baseless on the internet. Our identities. Yeah. Um, they said it was traumatic, like it seems important enough for yeah. someone to reach out and talk to you and be like, that's, you okay, friend? That's it. Because like she said, the friendship was having trouble. But she still thought that they would care. And so, like, despite the friendship maybe having some issues, this person still felt like she could reach out and be like, hey, this is something I'm going through. And the other friend was like, fuck you. Sucks for you. So it's like, um, yeah, it's, you should be able to put your differences aside. Because it doesn't sound like they were, like, major differences or anything like that. Like, even someone I stopped being friends with, like, in high school, something happened that was, like, traumatic and I messaged them and I was like hey I know we don't talk but like are you okay like if you need anything that's like in the end of high school yeah. so it was like you if your friend care I don't know like if they really care they would find some sort of way to reach out whether it be specific like hey we talked about this traumatic thing mm-hmm. can I help you with it in any way yeah. or just being like you said like oh do you want to go see a movie like it doesn't have to be yeah anything but uh it's fine. Go off. This is the next one. And it is on friend- Reddit friendship advice. Is this friendship over by user Tiny Cat Boots? I love that. Now I'm just imagining Tiny Cat Boots. Tiny Cat Boots. boots. 
Oh, that picture. Remember the picture of the pig with the rain boots? I'm going to cry. <sighs> we have to go. <laughs> we have to go look at that picture and cry. That picture gives me life. Oh. My best friend, 25, female, has been very distant with me, 24, female, for a while. We mostly only text because we both live in different countries. Visiting isn't an option. Video chat isn't really an option either because anxiety issues. Since the start of the year, she started talking to me way less and, in my opinion, worst of all, ignoring what I say. Every time she texts, all she says is, what are you doing? <laughs> so I try and create conversation and also ask how she's doing, but she ignores it. She won't reply to what I say or if I try and engage her instead. Sometimes we do have a real conversation again, but it doesn't last more than an hour. If I try to talk to her about anything, it gets ignored. I don't know why she's bothering to text me if she ignores everything I say. It's pretty much a cycle of every day she texts me, what are you doing, and says nothing else. I have confronted her about this twice, and she said she's busy or no Wi-Fi. The reason I think it might be time to end the friendship is because last night she texted me for the first time in a while, asking for money. Didn't say what for. I said no, and she left me on read with no reply. She hasn't said anything since. I know no matter what she says, it'll go towards... What? Oh, sorry. I can't read. I know no matter what she says, it'll go towards. It'll end up being weed. I don't have a problem with weed. I just don't like being lied to. She's done this before. I feel like I can't trust what she says anymore. I think I may be clinging on out of nostalgia for better days. We barely have anything in common anymore. I have massive... I'm bad at reading things aloud. I just we want you to We love know. reading comprehension. I have massive issues with social anxiety and losing a friend I've had for so long would suck and possibly trigger depression. I... It has before. I wonder if I only still talk to her because I have so few other friends I don't want to lose any attention I'm given. No matter how much that... How much that bad the attention? Okay. That wasn't me. That was this. <laughs> I don't get to talk to many people daily, so even a shitty what are you doing text feels nice. I think I really am just clinging to our past friendship. I don't know what to do. Discuss. <laughs> Open it up to the floor. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. There is. There's a lot happening. There's a lot. Any come to mind um i've had a similar situation about something they mentioned in that about somebody asking for money like oh. seemingly out of the blue yeah um and it's like that's never cool no um yeah that happened back and i don't have, i don't even have the messages anymore i was gonna read them but i realized i deleted them um somebody that i was friends with for a period of time or like friendly I guess I don't know we were just like not like the closest but we would hang out occasionally um texted me back I think it was like in December I think it was like around Christmas and she just kind of like texted me out of the blue and I was like what (laughs) hey what's going on and then she was basically like I like feel so bad asking this but is there any way that you could like send me money like, I just have, like, nothing in my bank account right now. Like, I'm not getting paid until, like, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And, like, me being, like, the nice person that I am and, like, caring and, like, being yeah. concerned for this person was, like, yeah, absolutely. She only wanted, like, 20 bucks. So I was, like, yeah. that's fine. Um, and so, but it's just, like, it's shitty. It's, like. It is. Because it's, like, you don't want to talk to me if you. Yeah. That's already such a big issue in, like, friendship. Friendships. 
Hi, I'm Zoe. I have speech impediment issues. Apparently, it's fine. This is who I am. Accept me. This is me. Um, like, in friendships, there's already that issue of, like, does this person just want something from me? Like, is this just happening because they can get something out of this? Yeah. And, like, sometimes it's literally money and that's shitty. Yeah, like, that's something I always have my backup about, like, in new friendships is, like, is this, like, does this person want something from me? Or, like, does this person, they just don't have anything better to do right now? I was having this conversation with Zoe last (laughs) week about a recent incident. incident. Um, But, like, that's something that I'm always, like, very, I don't know, conscious of when I'm, like, first kind of, like, getting to know people and, like, becoming friends with them. Um, cause that's like literally the worst feeling and I hate, oh, it is. I hate either being somebody's second choice yeah. or just being used for something. Like, what do I have yeah. first of all that you want? Nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> We're just going to start singing again. Um, yeah, no, that's like the worst feeling ever. It's when you're like in a situation and then you have that realization and you're like, oh, I'm just involved in this cause you didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. Um, okay <laughs> like and I've definitely been there um but then like the like last part of that about like not having a lot of friends yeah and then being like concerned it's like well it's like even if it's like a meaningless text yeah. like it's still like uh nice that's my problem I was gonna say like you might have more to <laughs> discuss on that that's just me I'm just like let people do like walk on me I'm like it's fine Zoe lets we people love treat friends. her terribly <laughs> friendship is magic that's just who I am and then it's just like reading this you're like oh it's not good you're like oh I shouldn't let people do that to me isn't it weird how you shouldn't let people make you feel bad about things it's amazing. It's crazy, especially your friends. What? People who are supposed to be there for you and support you. Crazy. Crazy. Lisa. Uh, I still love that you thought that's where that was I don't going. know. It's just like, I had like a moment of being like, where are we? What are we I doing? I love it. I think I'll just bring that on you in the future. Please do. Like, I'll love it. Jar Jar is here as a guest. Welcome back, yes. Jar Jar. <laughs> Jar Jar. She said Jar Jar. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but it's just one of those Mr. Situations. Binks, if you're nasty. I'm sorry, I'm done. <laughs> All the air left my body. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> Logan has left the building. I fell off the chair. I thought it was on purpose. Nope. <laughs> It the, was. like, sliding away part was on purpose, okay. but then the tilting the, of the chair the was almost not. almost dying. No. That was improv, baby. That's what we're about. Anyway, Here. back to the advice. Um, yeah, because I know you want advice from people who just go off on tangents about Jar Jar Pinks every five seconds. We love Jar Jar content. This is a Jar Jar positive podcast. Jar Jar Posse. <laughs> Dear God. Um, yeah, it's just one of those situations where it's, like, it's hard when you have that realization that that's what your friends, quote-unquote, see you as or want from you or whatever, but it's just, like, sometimes it's better to just let it be and just move on. Here's what I'm gonna say. 
if somebody is not contributing to your life in a positive manner, if they are not adding anything of value to your life, if they are not a positive source of energy in your life, they are not worth keeping around. If they are not inspiring you, supporting you, whatever, and, you know, assuming you are doing the same for them, they are not worth having in your life. And the mentality that I've always had is I would rather have a smaller group of really good quality friends than a larger group of kind yeah. of like so so like can't really count on what count on them when it counts. Yeah. Friends, you know? Yeah. So I get that it can be hard to like cut people out of your life or decide that like this friendship is over. But and I know that this person said like it might like trigger depression and it's yeah. like Fair enough, but I think in the long run, it's going to be a lot better for your mental health yeah. to get rid of this person. Who's obviously it... not making you feel good long term. No. Just like, oh, this thing. Like, you might get, something. like, that, like, happy feeling when they text you, but that's just, like, that, like, gut, like, pit in the gut of, yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say, I but then it's, like. Saying. That feeling, like, the sinking, like, oh, I'm a second option, yeah. oh, I don't matter to this person feeling. It's, like, you can't be dealing with, like, those highs and lows all the time, so it's just, like. They don't, you don't need them in your life. You're going to be happier in the long run once you realize that you can survive without them and you can probably thrive without them. And like, you don't need them. Like maybe there was a point in your life where you needed them and that's completely valid, but it's like, you don't anymore. Like they're not adding anything. No. And that's, yeah, that's really. That's all I'm going to say. Is there anything else you would like to add in general? this year episode um i'm blonde now logan's blonde it looks great it looks amazing she looks 30 flirty and thriving minus the 30 thank you it was so funny my, like when i came home from getting my hair done my mom's just like oh my god like you look so grown up because i had my hair like all like yeah blonde. i also got cut significantly yeah it's a lot shorter um she's like you look so grown up and she's like you look so mature and i was like do i look old Are she's you like saying? she's like no 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 <laughs> i was like okay good <laughs> I'm an old woman is what I'm hearing from you. Uh, yeah, so that's my big life update. It looks great, and I love it. Thanks. I already want to go more blonde, so yeah. I'm, like, obsessed with it. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what's going on with me. Yeah. <laughs> you is... should post a picture on the podcast, Twitter, and people can see your blonde hair. I'll post, I'll take a picture of me right now where I look like a turnip. <laughs> Turnipples. Turnipples. Right. I might have to take it in your bathroom because the lighting yeah. isn't great. We'll get here. a picture. We'll get a picture of me looking like a turnip. And we'll post it on various things. You can follow us on these various things Twitter and Instagram at honestlypod, Facebook.com slash honestlypod. Thank you for the dab, Logan. Well, I feel like I, I have to do it like every time. Every there's there's a slash. A slash. Look at yeah. Um, email, at a, email at us. Email at us. Keep going. <laughs> Just Roll email with it. <laughs> You heard me. The Honestly Podcast at gmail.com. And check out our website, which is thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home. It's so important. Why aren't you listening? Uh, we have merch also on the website in the little merch tab or honestlypod.threadless.com. Got it this time. Nice. Last Nailed week, it. Nesta. Beautiful. If you rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and email us a picture of your review, 
send it our way, we'll send you a sticker. <laughs> With those fingers. <laughs> send, send it our way. way. <laughs> if only they could see the fool oh, I've made God. of myself. Is there anything else? I think that's it. Okay, that's all. Bye! Bye.